0: Hello, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. This is Better Than the Books. We are so excited to get started with um, our new podcast where we get to just talk about some of the books that we love, some of the things that we've been reading, and some of our just general bookish related opinions. This podcast is Three Friends, Sedona, Kim, and Genevieve. I am Sedona, and I'm just starting off our podcast with a little recording to say thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. This is such a labor of love for us. Every time the three of us get together, we're just pretty much talking about books. And like many friend groups, we thought, why don't we just go ahead and record it? So that is what we did in this episode and our next two episodes. We're just going to be talking about some of our top favorite reads of 2023. We hope that through this episode and through the next two, you'll be able to get some recommendations from us and maybe see how our tastes align with yours. Since we are just starting this podcast and all three of us are new to podcasting and are really just doing this for fun as a labor of love, please Uh, Let us know if there's anything you think we should change, think we should do differently. Uh, I, Sedona, am working on the editing, so I'm just new to this and figuring it out, so we hope that you're gentle with us and that you just enjoy hearing us chat about the books. So happy first episode. (laughs) Well, I'm Genevieve. I'm Kim. And I'm
1: Sedona. And we're just a couple of besties reading books. Yes. Amen. So... Basically, today we're talking about best 2023 reads, which we all have some. Kim struggled more than us. You did, but, did. You know, she had a crazy year, so she just maybe tortured herself a little bit more. And you know what? I also feel like I was very,
2: um, I didn't give books like ratings, like five-star mm. ratings
1: as much as I used to. I was mm. very picky with my ratings this year last year. What was your Goodreads average? Oh, my gosh. Goodreads average. If you remember, you know, like, your recap, oh. like, how you can look at the whole thing. I don't remember. I think mine was a four. A four? Yeah. I it think. was a 3.8, and then I read a couple five stars at the end. Oh, you
0: brought yourself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll also have to check mine. I think 3.7 is what's coming to mind. I tend to rate things three stars. Mine was also a 3.8. Ooh.
1: Okay. Let me check
0: i'd just be yeah. reading a lot of mid books honestly
1: i feel like a lot of books are mid though 3.7 yeah. Yep. so i mean i feel like that's a pretty average range yeah
0: i think goodreads needs to introduce lots of things but half half star ratings give yes, me yes. a half star rating because so many books are like four and a half stars mm-hmm.
1: they are. and i'm like this could be yes but it's like do you rate it a five to be higher and round up or right, do you rate right. it a four <laughs> you know like i always round go down. lower
0: and then put it in my review mm. do a little mm. asterisk 4.5 yeah.
1: yeah that's pretty fair there is an
2: app called story graph oh, where heard they do like oh it's like 0. 0.75 0. 0.25 0. 0.5 like i'm like yes this is what goodreads needs
0: are you a big StoryGraph girl because that's 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 kind of it's kind of
2: i tried it once and I never tried it
0: again. <laughs> Same. I also <laughs> tried it once. And then it just seemed like they did have a way that you could import all of your Goodreads information into Storygraph. Yeah. Oh. But then I just didn't want to keep up with both. And I felt like all the people I already know who use Goodreads, I still wanted to see the reviews. And I didn't want to have to use two different mm. apps. But yeah. people do love Storygraph for the, like, it's kind of more um, analytical And they tell you how many pages you read and all these different percentages about different genres. So they do give you a lot of data about your reading, but I'd rather do like an end of the year recap or like put my information into a website. I did that this year and they told me some fun things, but I don't know. Oh, I saw
1: that. That little like Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, My year in books. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it told me like the the author I read the most, which was Talia Hibbert, The Love of My Life. I... Want to read all of her books. She actually a lot. But she wrote the Brown Sisters trilogy, which could not suggest more. It's one of my favorite like, romance trilogies. And I love it so much. I just love Talia Hibbert, honestly.
1: Good to know. I don't think I've read any of her books. Is she in any of your top ones for this from 2023?
0: She's not. I she actually isn't. I don't think she released a new book this year.
1: Mm. She did a lot of
0: re-releasing old books with new covers that was like a trend i felt like in 2023 Mm -hmm. of people kind of going into their backlog and like reintroducing people to like some of their old books with new covers or like a new maybe they self-published or they had a different publisher at the beginning of their career and so now it's like a new publisher and they kind of bring new life into the books which i think is pretty cool
1: yeah that makes sense especially with tiktok you know they forget all the old things so they need a revamp all the time
0: yeah definitely and the like trendy like whatever's trendy about covers. And yeah. then, you know, change up the old ones. Because again, if there's real people on your cover, ain't reading no. it. No. Oh, no. Like, like Twisted Love?
2: But whatever, those actually series?
0: got re
2: um, mm-hmm. published with different covers. So your favorite off-campus series. Uh. They had, um, well, first, like the first set of books, it was like Half Naked Men. <laughs> on oh, the for cover. sure. And I was like, this is okay. Then the second set was like, just like different girls on like the cover Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. in the weirdest
0: like and i'm just like this looks so suggestive (laughs) and i just i hated all of them well genevieve why don't you start us off what's one of the best books you read in 2023
1: i think my absolute favorite for the whole year that i just think about pretty much on a daily basis is carrie soto's back amen she is just so amazing like she loved her personality love just the Hispanic Latino background and I just love the ending of that book and I love how Taylor Jenkins Reed didn't necessarily do the romance because I there's so much more to her than whatever the love interest was at that point so just so good so good that I bought it in Spanish so I can practice my Spanish you know? And how's your Spanish? Um, she's... I need to read the book, so... <laughs> in progress. In progress. But yeah. she's okay.
0: I think the best thing about the romance in that book is you... It comes at such a good time mm-hmm. where you know that these two people are so bonded together. And because you're not quite sure if they're going to end up together or mm-hmm. not. Because Carrie Soto is so, like, firm in her ways. Oh, yeah. That you kind of don't know. You're like, oh, does she even like him? Is she going to kind of fall like let herself fall into this or not? And I think that's what makes it such like a genuine sweet like, oh, you just know that they are like ride or die for each other. Yeah,
1: and it was at the perfect timing and it's exactly what she needed. You know, somebody who kind of not put her in her place, but spoke his mind a little bit more yeah. against her. I think she needed that. Um, more like defense against each other, you know, yeah. not, not somebody who's a pushover. Yeah. Mm. So I love her. Think about her all the time. If I mm. feel like I want to do something great with my life, I think about Carrie Soto. I really, really do. Be Carrie Soto. <laughs> no, seriously. Like her determination and just her confidence in herself, mm-hmm. unmatchable.
0: I couldn't agree more. I love that book. I read it in hardcover and that also felt very like substantial. So mm-hmm. I'm reading a book. Yeah. I also um, audiobooked some of it, and I remember listening to the last chapter—or not the last chapter. Sorry, um, the saddest part of that book mm. in audiobook, and I was sobbing oh, while driving. I could not imagine. Couldn't su- don't suggest sobbing while driving, but I was crying while listening to the mm-hmm. audiobook because it was so just emotional, and I loved the I loved the um, narrator for the audiobook as well. But then I ended up. Getting the physical copy and like did double duty.
1: Yeah, the relationships in that book, so, so deep. Good. Yeah. It was just so, really touched the heart, truly. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Kim? So, since we're talking about Taylor Jenkins
2: Reid, I've actually read a lot of her books this year, and two of them are actually in my like best books because oh, yes. she's just
0: that powerful.
2: Honestly. I love all her books. I love her writing, and it's just so phenomenal. But my first one would be One True Love's. Oh. Mm. I sobbed. I sobbed while yeah. I read that book because I felt like it was so realistic. Mm. And I think that a lot of um, authors who kind of may like do this certain plot style, like it's often like, oh, like obviously, like her husband died she like grieved for a little bit and then you know she fell in love again but then sometimes like oh like just ditch the person that you fell in love with and go back to your first love but that's not life you know what i mean so i loved how she did it and i also like the way that she writes romance Mm -hmm. and so i've decided to go back and read like her other like earlier stuff Mm -hmm. but it was just such a good book i literally was crying my heart broke because Mm -hmm. i could totally understand like how torn she was she was Mm -hmm. like i literally married you and i I like you died basically and you know that was really hard but I also found like new love and a new life and that's also like hard too so yeah I just thought it was like beautifully written and I think about the book
0: often That is my Roman Empire. Yeah. That one surprised me because I kind of thought that the main female character, I thought she was going to be a little more Mm wishy-washy and that maybe she was going to kind of go back and forth. But then she really was like, okay, I do need to spend time with, like, this man who I loved for all these years and who I grieved. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I guess no spoilers. But but I appreciated that she spent the time with him and, like, really thought about her decision. Because I feel like there's just the... The direction that books can go in, which kind of like you mentioned, Kim, I feel like Taylor Jenkins Reid kind of just defies all odds. Mm-hmm. But there's, she easily could have gone with the like, I don't know who to choose, I don't know what to do, I'm just gonna pick the one that's the cutest. And I've read so many three star romances where yeah. I was like, where was the where was the the meat of this story? But Seriously. I just feel like she does such a good job at really genuinely, like you said, being so real and like her really wrestling with like what is the best thing to do mm-hmm. here.
1: And I think that just shows, like, how relationships can impact your life at different times in your life. Mm. Because I think through both relationships in the book, um, she would not have become the person she is without each of them. So true. And so even though it's kind of, like, so interesting how she goes about it, uh, because I feel like pretty early on you can tell which one she's going to choose, in my opinion. (laughs) But... um, even so, like, it, it really just shows how much character growth there can be mm-hmm. through each person. I mean, one song, one Taylor Swift song that I've been loving lately is... Say um it. Oh, what is Tell it called? Um, to All the Girls You Loved Before, is that? Yes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I didn't have an appreciation of that song, I think, until that I read One um, mm. True Loves. Um, just I like because, that connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like... I mean, that whole lyric is just um, the person you are today, the person who I fell in love with, is because you were with these other people who made you who you are today. Mm. And so I was like, whoa, kind of a connection.
0: We are also big Taylor Swift fans in this house. So (laughs) I feel that every podcast we should just (laughs) talk about a Taylor Swift song that relates to the book we're reading.
1: As we should. (laughs) Naturally good. It's only natural. No. But good choice Thank you Great choice Uh, Also Oh go ahead Oh sorry I think
2: that was the First book in a while That I rated it Five stars
1: Ooh Mm. I did read that one Over Christmas break With my family and I explained the plot line to them, and I was like, what would you do? Mm. And so it was interesting to hear what their thoughts would be without the context of either relationship right. from the books. So it was a lot of them lean towards the person you were married to before. Mm. I mean, which mm. I feel like is pretty natural, like That's we talked true. about. Right. But it's, that was a fun little, uh, little activity. Dinner table question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I also do have to say about that book. Terrible movie.
2: Terrible movie. Would not suggest, couldn't
0: possibly suggest. Don't watch it. I mean, you've got Philippa Su and Simu Simu Liu. Great actors, incredible, gorgeous people. Mm -hmm. What happened? It's edited like the worst Hallmark movie you've ever watched. There's like royalty-free music in the background. (laughs) It was so bad. And I feel like Simu Liu's character it's kind of like the butt of the joke in this movie mm. where in the book, it's, it's so genuine and real. So real. And like, they're really grappling with like, what are we going to do with our lives now? that It's like flipped on its head. And then in the movie, he's just kind of like, she's not texting me back. What am I going to do? Ugh. And I just was watching it with disdain in my heart. So stick with the book and love the book. Don't yes, watch the movie. Don't watch the movie.
2: It was honestly awful. Cause they made it more romantic comedy than it actually was. Yes. Like,
1: which is not Taylor S- Jenkins Reid. No. Her she is very very deep in what she how she writes and like I mean even with all her other books it feels like you're in that world. Like mm-hmm. you get confused if this is real life or not. It's exactly. 100%. And so if that is what the movie's like, I feel like that's just such a disgrace to her writing. Oh.
0: Absolutely. I have no idea how she especially when you think about the uh, moment that daisy jones and the six was i wonder what the timeline was for those two productions because Mm -hmm. daisy jones and the six amazing wonderful like Mm -hmm. full-on incredible tv show and then one true loves was just like the bald-headed stepchild that she was like oh yeah i Mm -hmm. forgot that i wrote this contract maybe we should make this movie so i'm not sure what happened there and why she allowed that wild and crazy Mm, i
2: agree i was about to bring up daisy jones
0: oh go ahead and bring up daisy jones (laughs)
2: That's also in my. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no, Go ahead. Keep going, Kim. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, have to seriously.
0: Say more right Daisy now. Daisy Jones? You didn't read that until twenty twenty three? No. Wow.
2: That was one of the first books I read for twenty twenty three because I was like, oh, this is about to be a TV show. It looks kind of interesting. Maybe I should read it. See what all the fun is about. It was so good. So good. I. I mean, Daisy Jones. Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy I Jones is a person? Just a book Oh, okay, okay, just checking I didn't know if you were like team Actually, Daisy Actually, I'm team Daisy in the books I mm. hate Daisy in the TV show Fair That's yeah. just a
1: b- Interesting though Because they all perceive themselves in a certain way in the book I feel like Because mm. they all present themselves how they want to be presented
2: mm. And that's what I love about the book
1: mm. They're all unreliable narrators
0: That's for sure
2: Yeah, so I'm crazy like, Who's telling the truth?
0: Don't know. And when you think about, when you find out who they're talking to. Exactly. Yes. how would, I mean, we're acting like they're real people, but they are real (laughs) people. How would it have been different if they were talking
1: to somebody else? Exactly. Which, too, so smart of her to do because... Genius. I I didn't see it coming. No, because I was like, oh, you know, random journalist, you know? Yep, yep. 100%. (laughs) You don't even think about them as a real person. Mm -mm.
0: (laughs) And then they are. Yes,
1: (laughs) which is... insane and just like you with taylor jenkins reed you have to google if these people are real yeah because the way she talks about them is just like Like they have have to be they have to be there's no way they're not yeah i I was i
0: was on spotify ready to listen to the album so
1: that actually
2: made it into my spotify raft because (laughs) I shamelessly listened to that soundtrack like every single day. Ultimate of my life. book lover, right there. Yes, <laughs> as you should have. That's no, it amazing. Was so good. And I love Fleetwood Mac. So it just like gave me Fleetwood totally. Mac, like literally the entire story. I was like, this is literally Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And I ate it up. I loved it. Um, I love um Camilla. She's my favorite character in mm-hmm. Justice for her because seriously, so
0: true.
2: I think book billy was was he worse than tv billy but i think watching it and seeing how
1: everything was like no this guy mm-hmm. terrible no Absolutely i think the terrible. book the book billy was worse and from what i remembered i think so
0: and the problem is when you get a tv show and you're like but that's sad.
1: I yes and you're like no. oh but he's so cute yes i'll
0: forgive anything he does <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> the, the lines get a little bit blurred
1: no seriously and he's just so charming i mean that's yes. the whole point of it right he's yes. such a cutie pie yes i love him so much
0: my surprise for you, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, take you forever to read that, is because the one and only Kim introduced me to Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo <gasps> oh, back in yes. 2021 or 2022. I did. She let me borrow the book, and it changed my life, and we... For all the listeners, <laughs> we all live together in a dorm. And so when Kim let me borrow the book, I, the second I finished it, you best believe I was running down the hallway barefoot, <laughs> banging on her door, being, just in awe. I was like, Kim, I know you did not just make me read this yeah. book. It was, it was so really, good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm surprised. So it was seven husbands the first book of hers you read yes okay okay because
2: after i read that i actually read malibu rising for the first time so i know that's an interesting order to do i don't know why it had been sitting on my shelf for like years Mm. like it was there and then i don't know i think you had me have mentioned it once and then i was like maybe i should read it yeah and i did and it was so good too. So then I mm-hmm. got into a Taylor Jenkins retrain. Of course. Then it was Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. <laughs> so, seriously.
0: so did you read Daisy Jones before Carrie Soto or after?
2: Before, okay. And okay. then I went. Then I read Carrie Soto. Yeah, that, that was makes also sense. On my shelf.
0: The, okay. okay. the McReva yes. book universe. Really universe.
1: Oh my gosh! Why she chose him to be I know. In the focus? I beyond me. <laughs> that was my second favorite out of that for mm-hmm. little world. Was. Uh, malibu rising so good good.
0: and i feel like it's almost even an introduction into literary fiction a little bit because Mm. it is pretty like character driven i mean i guess you it's set over 24 hours but then you get so many flashbacks to their childhood and even Mm -hmm. to the parents like romance and the parents before they had kids and stuff but i uh, i just love the way they make the characters seem so real mm-hmm. and you really are rooting for them with the brothers and they are kind of like emotions and feelings and you're like stressed and panicked and oh my gosh. And when they have that meat, like they're all on the beach and they're talking and like fighting and oh my yes. goodness, it just really brings you in. And mm-hmm. I, but I feel like it's written in a way that isn't like boring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes as a fan of literary fiction, sometimes it is so it boring. Is boring. <laughs> you're like, you have to get through all the like boring parts to get to the interesting meaty stuff. And this one just isn't like that. So mm-hmm. it definitely would be a suggestion I'd give to somebody who wanted something that was a little bit more character driven, but they didn't want to go like super boring, like Sally Rooney lit fic. As a big fan of <laughs> Sally Rooney, <laughs> I say that with love and with respect towards Sally Rooney.
1: <laughs> well, Sedona. Yes. What has been one of your books from 2023?
0: Okay, so I'm going to start with a book that neither of you have read because I just want to be different and special, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my absolute favorites was Bear Town by Frederick Bachman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if anybody who's listening has read that book, please call me immediately because that book made me feel so many things. It is. This is, again, one of the books where you describe the plot and you're like, okay, what? Because it's basically about this really small town in, like, the forest of Sweden, and they have a hockey team. And their junior... Not even their, like, adult hockey team. Their junior hockey team, the, like, 16-year-olds, are really good. And so the 16-year-old junior hockey team has made it to the um, state championships, I guess. And something happens right before they're about to go to like the capitol i think it's in the capitol to play the championship game and it basically defines the whole book i would highly like you definitely have to check the trigger warnings before you read the book because the actual thing that happens is like a little bit hard to read about and at times i was sobbing i partially read this book at work and i was my eyes were welling up with tears. There was no work to do, I promise. But my <laughs> eyes were welling up with tears and my coworker looked at me and she was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm reading this really sad book. But you, it's about family and about what you would do for the people that you love, whether that's you're gonna defend them for something horrible that they've done mm-hmm. or you're trying to protect somebody within an inch of your life and you would kill mm-hmm. to protect the ones that you love. It also follows like, almost every single character a little bit throughout the book. So there really is, like, two main characters, but you kind of get a little bit of everyone's perspective. It's a trilogy, but I really think you can just read the first one and you'll just, like, uh, you'll just take a big sigh of relief at the end. So good. Couldn't recommend more. Was
1: that your number one read of the year or just one of them?
0: Oh, I don't think I picked a number one of the year. Or just thinking
1: about it, like, (laughs) relatively. It
0: was so heart-wrenching i don't even know if it could be my no it's not my number one it's
1: not is it happy place (laughs) (laughs) why would you even say such
0: a thing (laughs) um i hate to say it guys i didn't know happy place (laughs) it's on my 2024 tbr to do a reread i love emily henry and i was obviously so excited I might have read it at the wrong time because I read Mm -hmm. it during like a six hour layover in Helsinki. So not a happy (laughs) place. (laughs) Not the happiest place. I was leaving Norway. I was like kind of sad. I was in an airport and I think I didn't get into it very like in the right headspace. Mm So it is cool. I bought the book when I was in Norway, which is cool. So it has like the European cover, which is so sick. But I need to give it another try. I do. I do. It's on the list. I will
2: personally not be giving it another try. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Kim is, is standing on business.
2: <laughs> I... Okay. I love Emily Henry. Maybe I also wrote it at the, at the wrong time. But I personally just... I don't know what it was about it.
1: that I just didn't like. And that's okay.
0: You're so right about that's that. Okay. That is okay.
1: I think I thought it was pretty average. I did like her writing. I thought it was a step mm-hmm. up from her previous books. Mm. Um, But I will say... I think the timing for me, I was hating my life at work and that's a big subject in that book. And so I think it really just hit home. Mm -hmm. I know how those events played out are debatable and a little interesting. So debatable. Mm -hmm. Which I understand now, but I think just being blinded by my just own feelings about where I was working, Mm. I was all in for it.
0: So you were on the side of Harriet where you were like,
1: you were, did you approve of her actions? I saw where she was coming from. And I think it helped push me to um, look for a different position in Mm. my own life, which I ended up doing and moving. So it all kind of worked out in that way. But so it's interesting how that book played out in my own personal life. But two, I didn't do it in the way Harriet did it. Thank mm-hmm. God. <laughs> um, because I have to be a little bit more grounded and reasonable. Right. We cannot <laughs> be as
0: loosey-goosey no. as some of our book characters are. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> no it's seriously. Like, what?
0: <laughs> Absolutely crazy. No. Well, ladies, thank you for sharing some of your first books. We got two TJR from Kim and, you know, a little, a little Frederick Bachman from me. Yes. Oh, well, we got three TJRs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're just such big fans in this household. I love it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pause here. I hope you enjoyed our first little episode. Thanks for thanks for listening, and and come back for more for more from better better than the books.